4: Yes, indeed. We're back at it on another Saturday morning, welcoming your real estate questions either by phone or by text. Before we say hi to Chris and Andy, let me give you the phone numbers and the text number. 651-989-9226 Absolutely. or send a text 81807. Chris couldn't wait. He wanted to start talking right away. Or send a text 81807. <laughs> I think he was yelling
3: at the caterer.
5: Oh, maybe the uh, yes. cake was a wrong
3: color. All right. All right.
5: So he put me on mute.
3: <laughs> so,
4: <laughs> hey, how you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, thank you. You're not in studio today. Can you tell us where you are, or is this top secret?
5: No, actually, uh, Andy kind of broke the secret a couple months ago, and we have uh, our annual uh, client appreciation. Uh, oh yeah, kind of a big old yeah, so big old party. So we're kind of getting it ready, doing all the stuff, and uh, I just couldn't make it in today. So have you been uh, practicing your uh,
3: background? Have you been practicing your uh, cannonballs, Chris? <laughs> yeah, totally. I, hope, I really hope there's a cannonball contest we could go toe to toe on. But uh.
5: yeah, well I tell you well, what, Denny, hopefully Denny's coming too, so he can he can join them.
4: Cannonball? No. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I, the, speaking of questions, I always ask you guys how the week was in real estate for your respective uh, points of view. And uh, Chris, why don't you uh, get underway? How was the week?
5: It's been fantastic. I will tell you, um, things are things are moving. They're still staying good. Um, actually I would say improving in the markets, uh, you know, I deal with, uh, in a little more, um, in some of the higher bracket stuff and, uh, we're getting good showings. How about you, Andy?
3: Yeah, we've, uh, we've actually started to see showings, uh, starting to come back alive again, Danny. They were a couple months back. We were talking about this, that they were slow and there was, you know, a lot of the marketplace that it, there's, I think there's gaps in what's really needed and what's available. Right. So there's a lot of houses that people want that they're still waiting for them to come on the market. And then the houses that are out there sitting, sometimes people are getting confused because they're like, why is my house not selling? Or, you know, is the market telling you that you're overpriced or what is what's going on? And so we uh, I think we're constantly watching the marketplace change. The demand for different price points keeps changing. And so, um, yeah, I think we're still healthy, though. It it feels weird. But and everybody wants to say, oh, are we in a bubble? And I, I just I don't see it. I still think we're doing fine plugging away and, and, and seeing some nice appreciation out there and there might be frustration, but, but that's usually what you experience in a good market. So
5: good, good news. uh, Yeah. I'll tell you what too, Andy, uh, kind of playing off of that in, uh, you know, when we're getting offers nowadays too, I think it's fair to kind of warn people and about this, this whole inspection time. And we've talked about it a few times here over the last year since that inspection addendum changed. And uh, you know, when, when people are, you know, fighting for a house, you know, they're using that inspection addendum to kind of renegotiate after the fact. And I think that's uh, an important thing to kind of note. And people know that, uh, you know, to get that, and I know Andy, for you, you uh, always kind of try to put a clause in there that they get that inspection done uh, a lot quicker than just giving them 10 days of, you know, just being out there.
3: Well, I just think that they made the mistake because, you know, I think real estate agents, we have so many other things going on that we use that date as the deadline, not as the Let's get everything wrapped up by date. So it's kind of like we go out there, we write an offer, we put a contingency upon inspection, and it says 10 days. And then a lot of people take the full 10 days, and then they hand the listing agent with about six minutes left of the, of the offer to say, here you go, this is what we found wrong with it, and it just doesn't work for me. So I let them know that I want to know when they're going to do their inspection, and I put the boundaries on when they're going to respond back so that we can all have a, a path to kind of follow together so there's no animosity because people waiting for 10 days, they just get wound up. I mean, they're thinking something's really wrong or that they're going to, you know, zing them with something horrible, and sometimes it's not. It's just a matter of, you know, getting everybody lined up and on the right uh, the right schedule. So
5: Yeah, what I think you're doing, too, is just – Set, set in the right expectations and that's sometimes even for the inspectors you know yeah. so if you tell the, an inspector that hey we've got to have it within 10 days they'll say all right let's do it in 8 you know unless they got to do a rate on test right. and they'll do it in the 7th day and sometimes it's like hey you know what we got 5 days and it's miraculous how they can shift their schedule uh, <laughs> to make it happen
3: it, it is isn't it yeah it, well you know and i think that they we will sometimes forget we're in the service business and that's you know the idea is that you're helping somebody buy a house that that inspector is serving the client, helping make sure that they're guiding them on a good decision, the things that they maybe didn't look at or see that inspector's job is to make them aware of all the things that they're buying that they can't see or that don't they don't understand and then it's our job as agents to negotiate that that interest to the seller or or vice versa and so you know what happens is it's it's really a simple process, but I think what chris is talking about too is some of these agents are a little wiser to the game they use that to their advantage and negotiate maybe or to push the boundaries to get something that they want for their client and it's that's okay i guess that's you know agents value in, in some people's eyes is the, the negotiating power but on the other side of it it is nice to have the rules up front so everybody knows how we're going to play ball and and uh anyway i like it the way it used to be but that's just me
5: yeah uh, andy what's on tap for today
3: we're actually kind of excited here. We've got uh, Travis in here, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about. We've got some doctor programs for loans that he says are going to blow our socks off.
0: Uh, your socks? You're not wearing any socks, Andy. <laughs> I've uh, never I've worn so socks. any socks.
3: Blow my flip flops off? I don't know. No, the uh, yeah. So we're going to do that, and then we actually have Colleen and Max uh, Gigi coming in, and they're going to talk to us a little bit about at about halfway through the show. They want to talk about why it's important to list now versus waiting to list. And these guys are East Metro Washington County uh, listing experts. They've been around a long time. They have a great resume that we're real excited to have them in studio with us. So.
5: Yeah, so, you know, I'll tell you what those those doctor programs. You know, a lot of doctors come out and they make a, I mean, a very nice salary, but they're strapped with student loans. Mm-hmm. So having a good program for them, because people, I mean, obviously they know what what they're going to end up doing and end up getting, and uh, you know, rather than you know, maybe be in, the, in a house that uh, they have to kind of uh, live in, and then turn around in the year and sell and, and go into the next one, they're able mm-hmm. to uh, kind of get those qualifications up. Is that right, Travis?
0: Yeah, like there's actually uh, it, it's pretty cool, and and this this doctor loan is is really designed, you know, for you know the the person that is looking for a loan that's over four hundred and fifty three thousand. That's the the conventional uh, <laughs> loan limit. So it's the Designed for the doctor that's looking for a loan bigger than that, but only has maybe three to five percent down. Um, typically, when you're over that four hundred and fifty-three thousand mark, uh, the down payment requirements are typically twenty percent. So the, these loans are exclusively for doctors to allow them to put a lesser down payment when historically they should be putting a heck of a lot more. Um, there's also good flexibilities too with the with the student loans that they have. Um, if their student loans are deferred for a year, uh, we don't have to count it where there's not another loan program out there that will allow you to not count deferred student loans as long as they're deferred for a year.
5: Can you define uh, doctor? Is it like, I mean, all medical doctors or is it nurses? Or yeah,
0: No, you have to have, um, yeah, I got a list here. You have to be a, a medical resident, a doctor of dental surgery, doctor of uh, dental medicine, doctor of optometry, um, doctor of, I can't even pronounce this word. Real estate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's you don't, eye you eye, have to, you eye have, eye to have a license. You have to Ophthalmology. have <laughs> You, you know. have to have a license. Um, but it's not for nurses. It's for for, for doctors. Hmm. But I do have other programs for nurses that we're going to talk about later, too. That's
4: awesome. i tell you what, let's do this. Uh, Chris, hang on. I know you're you're busy with the caterer and whatnot. And uh, yeah, the apron looks good, though, on you. That's very good. Thank you. We're, we're going to take a break, inviting our listeners. Uh, they're already uh, sending a couple of text messages. But call us if you have a real estate question, either by phone or by text. 651-989-9226. Text, again, is 81807. We've moved to 73 degrees currently in the Twin Cities, Heading for 80 right here on 830-WCCO. Welcome back to The Real Estate Show. If you happen to have a real estate-related question, call us or text us, 651-989-9226. There's a line open, or send a text, 81807. Uh, Chris is off and running. We were chatting with him by phone a few minutes ago. Right. He has some other uh, duties He's uh, on assignment, as we say, uh, but uh, but Andy's here with uh, some guests. Uh, for those just joining us, who did you bring with you today?
3: Well, again, we've got uh, Travis um, from Bay Equity came in today, and we were talking about introducing some new programs that they have for the uh, physicians that are out there looking to you know refinance, buy, purchase, um, and and no matter what the background, it sounds like Travis that you guys have products that are geared to handle almost any situation. In that arena,
0: yeah, oh yeah, we got. Uh, I got a couple of little uh, programs that I'd like to talk about and remind people. Um, our, our first program is called uh, Giving to Heroes, mm-hmm. and uh, it's an exclusive Bay program and a uh, Bay Equity program. And, and what we're doing is we're giving discounts to um, the heroes that are out there. Heroes uh, are defined as you know anybody in the military, police officers, firefighters, you know, teachers. Uh, anybody in the medical field and uh, government sectors. Mm. So what we do is um, we'll give them uh, 0.25% of the loan amount credit um, just for their profession and and for thanking them Mm. for their job. And then our realtor partners will also give back uh, 10% of their commission um, to help them um, absorb some costs.
3: Now, can they use that? Okay, so the cost, so they can use that money... As as towards down payment, can they use that towards, not towards down, Not okay.
0: towards down payment, okay. but it can go towards uh, various closing costs or prepaids or help buy down the rate or however hmm. we got it structured. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So like an example, a couple examples here, you know, you got a, a $500,000 um, purchase price and you're doing a $400,000 loan amount, so you're putting 20% down. Um, I'm giving 1000 bucks back. Uh, my realtor partner's given giving $1,200 back. So we're basically giving $2,200 to help out with mm. some of their costs. That's nice. So it's like free money? Who's yeah. going to turn down free money, you know? Yeah. So, and, and you know, so that that's, you know, we just like to do that. Just, you know, special way to say thanks for, you know, all the people that are in that type of profession that uh, could could use a little break.
3: Well, for sure. I so. think that, you know, not only that, but we've seen the, the VA style loans have really come back. I mean, it, it was a few years ago we kind of gave them the bad name, you know, because they were difficult to do, and now they're really easy. I Got mean, it's they make it so easy, you know, uh, for that vet to take advantage of that benefit they've earned. And
0: that's what's great about this program. It doesn't matter what loan you have, too. You know, we'll right. do that on a VA loan. We'll do that on a conventional loan. We'll do that on a FHA loan, any mm-hmm. jumbo loans, USDA loans, as long as you're in the, in the business of yep. – one of those professions, you can get those credits.
3: So what else is going on with rates, though? I mean, everybody keeps talking about rates and the market getting slower and whatever. So what what are you seeing out there for rates and stuff like well, that? Well, I mean,
0: rates over the last, I'd say, probably about two months, I feel like they have kind of stabilized. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in that kind of that upper four range. Um, you know, the first, you know, six, five, six months of the year, it would seem like just a constant increase to rates. And uh, we have kind of stabilized out. Um, if I had that crystal ball, to know exactly what it was what was going to be happening i you know probably wouldn't be here and i'd be on my island somewhere but um but it's nice that they've stabilized yeah um you know it's it's nothing worse than when you're dealing with uh you know especially first-time home buyers and you're qualifying on something and then like a week later the rates are up a quarter of a percent and you know, mm-hmm. like oh, your payment's going to be a little bit higher now. And, yeah. you know, so it's nice that we have kind of stabilized so there's a little consistency well, in the is, rates.
3: Is it hard to get a loan now? I mean, you hear people saying, oh, it's getting tougher and tougher to get, you know, people qualified, but I don't see that. Are you seeing that? You know, it's not hard to get a loan. It's just,
0: I mean, what's, you just got ability to repay. I mean, that's the right. big thing. I mean, there you can get loans with, I mean, we offer loans down to 580 credit scores with, with mm. government financing programs. Government financing programs would be, um, you know, VA loans or, or FHA. But, you know, as long as the income is there, you know, it, you can get a loan. You know? For sure. It's got, yeah, it's not as crazy as it was, you know, five, six years ago. But it's not the wild, wild west like it was 10 years ago with, a, you know, <laughs> yeah. good credit score or good credit score and a heartbeat. You can yeah, fog and mirror and you're in. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that, you know, and that kind of goes to anything. I mean, we go through, you know, the, the tightening of the markets and then they loosen a little bit because they want to lend more money. And, you know, as rates have started to increase, I mean, there's, it brings up a great topic and, and we've bought Max and Clean, uh Gigi in here. Um, these guys are REMAX results agents. They're out of the east side of town. And, and we've been talking about rates here, guys, but why would somebody, I mean, we've talked about this, you know, again and again and again. The agent that wants to, or the buyer that wants to, or the seller that wants to sell their home, and they're waiting. They're waiting for something, and we don't know what they're waiting for. Talk to me about why I should sell my house now versus waiting.
5: By Mar- the way, welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Great to be here. Um, the market over on the east side of town is great. I do a lot uh, East Metro, Western Wisconsin. Um, we're still having a ton of buyers out there. If you're under 500,000, uh, things are selling very quickly. Um, over five hundred thousand you're competing with a ton of new construction. Things are moving a little slower.
3: You know, max, talk about that because you were you were uh, before we had breakfast this morning all of us kind of to meet and talk a little bit and um, you were talking a little bit about a month ago versus today. Talk to me a little bit about that and tell the people what you've seen.
1: About a month ago I ran statistics on Washington County and I don't remember the exact number but let's just say there was about 700 total listings right now there's about 1100. Wow. And a third of those are basically new construction between 5 and 700,000. Mm. So if you're trying to sell your existing home and you're competing with those, you know that makes it a lot tougher. Anything under that is moving very quickly.
3: So it's in a weird way, it's almost a uh buyers market over 500 and it's it's kind of a sellers market under 500. It's a combo market over there it sounds like.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Huh, that's awesome. So you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves and and you know I know you guys uh, I've seen your names for years. I know you guys are legends over that way. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and brag a little bit here for the listeners. <laughs>
1: I have kind of grew up in the real estate business over in Wisconsin with my father. Um, I've been licensed in Minnesota for about 27 years. I got my wife, Colleen, involved about 16 years ago. Um, I'm licensed in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Kind of have basically stayed on the most part uh, East Metro. Mm -hmm. However, most of our business is referrals, so that takes us all over. Of
3: course, yeah. Uh, It's kind of fun. I mean, when you've been in the business, you know, 16 to 26 years, you're starting to see the third time that same family's referred you, and it's their kids' kids now, and it's kind of fun where to see that uh, loyalty from the, the consumer.
1: It is really fun. Uh, we actually, actually had somebody, an uh, 11-time client. Oh, for their family. For their family. For, yeah. yeah. Wow. We started with grandma, went down all the way. Now we're down to grandkids.
3: I got my good buddy Bart up in Coon Rapids. It's the sixth time that he's either bought or sold with us. And I, he leads the bar. And then my other guy, Robert, over in Maple Grove, has done the same thing. So these Would guys be come to our. You? Yeah. And they come to our client event every year and they say, Did you buy or sell this year? Because they look at each other because they know they're leading the pack. So. Kind of a good problem to have,
4: didn't Right. He? That's fun. I'll tell you what, we need to uh, take a break. If you have a real estate question, uh, we'll be, have another half hour of the show to go. 651-989-9226 or send a text 81807. That forecast is coming right up.
6: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
4: And good morning. Welcome back to The Real Estate Show here on CCO Radio. We're around every Saturday in the uh, 10 o'clock hour. Always welcoming your real estate type of questions, either by phone or by text. 651-989-9226 is the phone number, or send a text, 81807. Uh, Chris is uh, off and running today, <laughs> Andy's here with some uh, special guests, and we'll get uh, back to those. But I tell you what, Jeff in St. Louis Park has been hanging on the phone here. Let's see what... Uh, Jeff wants to say. Go ahead, Jeff. What's your question, please?
2: Hey, thank you for taking my call. I own a house in southwestern Minnesota, my parents' home, and I've uh, allowed a guy to live in it, um, take care of it, et cetera. Now he wants to buy it. What he suggested to me is that he would get a reverse mortgage and then pay me for the house, would agree on a price, and uh, pay me for the house from the proceeds of the reverse mortgage. He uh, is on disability, and he's got... So he's got disability income and Social Security. And then the house isn't real expensive in a 45000 50000 range. So we're not talking about it. Is that... Do he, can, can he do that? I just have to... He wants me to give him, you know, or sell him the house for $500 or something like that, some figure. Yeah, and then...
3: Yeah, because he has to own the house to tap the equity. If he doesn't have yeah. equity in the house, he doesn't have anything to tap. So, you know, I, and that's just me. F- that. y- yeah, so it's almost like he's asking for an exotic contract for deed um, of some kind. So, you know, maybe you get a deposit, you keep him on a CD, and uh, don't worry about him getting a reverse mortgage because he has to get, basically he has to own the house, have equity in it to do a reverse mortgage to well, make it work.
0: Well, you can buy a house with a reverse mortgage, but like the the amount of down payment that he would he would need is going to be solely based upon what his age is. You know, so if, you know, if he's 80, he could probably qualify for a larger mortgage than somebody mm-hmm. who's 65. You know, so it, 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 all the, those reverse mortgages are all based upon age and equity position. And if he wants to buy the house, let's say his age, you know, warrants, he could only qualify for 70% of the value of the house, you know, and how is he going to come up with that other 30% down?
3: Well, Does but you know, it? in reverse, and, and hence the name reverse mortgage, you're looking backwards. You're, you're taking equity out of something that you already own. So they're reversing, like a reverse for purchase, they're actually giving you a reverse mortgage on a house that you own that you have equity in to purchase another property. If this guy doesn't own anything, he has nothing to tap. Right. So he, he's, he basically has to get a loan on the house. Is what he has to do. So, and, and right now there's a lot of rural programs that are out there, Jeff, that might even be able to get him in with zero money down on a USDA um, if he's VA, he can go zero down. There might even be some three percent conventional[s] that are out there that could get him in really cheap. Which I don't know, Travis. Can we gift those yet, or is that still not allowed? Uh... No, you
0: can get gift funds for conventional financing. All the money can be can be gifted. Awesome. Yeah, there's in like some of the jumbo loans, there might be a you know a minimum of your own contribution that you need, but pretty much every other loan that. The majority of the population is getting gift funds is totally acceptable.
3: Right. Well, and with Chris not in studio today, uh, the spe- like he specializes in houses that are about $45,000. And uh, you guys are supposed to laugh. Yeah. This I'm, is where you laugh, right? Yeah. Because he's rolling his eyes right now at his house. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, so the idea there is with a house at $45,000, five thousand, let us talk about that because that's a great topic. A lot of people listening that are in that position, lucky enough to buy a house that's in that price range. I mean is it financeable number one, I think a lot of people don't think you can get a mortgage on that small of a house and there's a lot of people that worry about their age they're like nobody'll give me a mortgage i'm eighty years old or i'm seventy five years old. Talk about well, you, those two well, topics
0: you, you can't you can't discriminate based on anyone's age, so that you can just throw mm-hmm. that kind of out but there can be some problems with um, with small loan amounts right. um, like typically it's pretty hard to do a traditional first mortgage if you 're much less than than fifty thousand because there's you know, various rules that come into play where the fees that are associated um, can't exceed a certain percentage of the loan. And a lot of the fees that are on mortgages, it's a flat fee, whether it's a $50,000 loan or $2 million Mm -hmm. loan. So when you're dealing with such a small loan amount, that percentage gets really big. So a lot of times it's it's pretty difficult to do a loan, uh, much less like a standard first mortgage. I mean, you can do... You know, maybe potentially like some sort of home equity loan as a first mm-hmm. mortgage and 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 get around that stuff,
6: but
3: gotcha,
0: but it, yeah, it's difficult with small loan amounts.
3: well, we promised Colleen that we'd turn her microphone on this uh this segment, so we uh Colleen.
6: thank you finally <laughs> got all these guys in here, a yeah. quiet one <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. she stood up on the countertop here so she could get everybody's attention and 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 yeah, so hey well,
6: I am only five one, so maybe you didn't see me. <laughs> Well, we see you.
3: <laughs> so what? Uh, tell us about what's going on out there. I mean, you're obviously out there every day with buyers and sellers, and what are you seeing happening out there?
6: Yeah, um, buyers, I work mainly a lot with buyers. Max, of course, deals more with the listings, um, with the sellers. But I have a lot of buyers lately saying, oh, you know, I'm thinking about waiting. Um, my friends or family are telling me wait till the market cools off, and I would say not to do that. Why is um, that? Especially if you're looking at like a $200,000 price range and you want a single-family house. They're already hard to come by, mm-hmm. and if the rates continue to go up like they say they're going to, it's just going to be harder and harder for you to find that house. Well, I, I agree
3: with that. And so, Travis, you know, we talk about this. Um, you know, and rates are creeping up slowly. They're not. They don't want to cripple the economy. They don't want to stop people from buying houses. But, like I always say to somebody, would you loan somebody this much money with that little amount down in a market that's vulnerable, and and over thirty yes. years? And most people say, no, you will. But I mean. <laughs> The average consumer would say, no way. I would never, you know, loan my kid money at, you know, four and a half percent at, you know, or whatever. Anyway, so my point is kind of going back to this is that when rates start going up like that, I mean, your payment on the same house at the same price, assuming you've got a double negative going here because if rates start going up at the same time, you have your payment going up. And then assuming that we take another 5%, 6% appreciation next year, now that's a double moving target that you probably can't save enough money or get in a better position to catch up with a market that's moving that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like on a on a, a two hundred thousand dollar house or two hundred thousand dollar loan, a half of a percent increase to the rate is about a sixty dollar increase to payment. Uh, a one percent increase to the rate is about a hundred and twenty five dollar increase to the payment. So, let's just say you know, a lot of first time home a lot of first time shoppers are, you know, payment sensitive. They don't want to have their payment be over X. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they wait. You know, they could be flirting with a payment that's going to be outside of their comfort zone. So now they have to find something smaller Mm -hmm. and that might not fit their needs, you know. So uh, there's always a cost to waiting, you know, And, and more times than not. You know, you kind of lose out because the home value is going to increase, rates potentially increase, and well, now you got double whammy. Like and I Colleen, I
3: wanted to ask you another question. So, I, I think that, you know, and this is, I want to see what your opinion is with this. I think a lot of people at home around the old, uh, you know, dinner table are thinking that prices could soften again. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, they're waiting for, just like you're waiting for the stock market to crash again so you can put all your money back. It doesn't work that way. And, and let's talk, you know, I mean, do, do you think that's the number one thing that people are hold, holding off on is that they think the prices are going to soften?
6: I do. Yeah. The, and that's a lot of what they're saying They're, Oh, you know, it's the market's high right now. Eventually it's going to pull back or soften a little bit and then I'll buy. And I let them know that one, it doesn't necessarily look like that's happening right now because you can only go buy what's going on today. Yep. Um, And two, you know, if you're going to wait, then again, you're back to the interest rate thing. So yeah. it's. For me, I, I always tell them not to wait. And I've set a couple buyers up on searches who say they're not going to move for three to six months. And I just tell them, you know, let me set you up on the search. If something comes up, we'll go take a look. And almost all of them have ended up buying within a month or something because something came up that worked for them.
3: Well, right. And I think that that market always, I mean, Max, you and I have listed houses before where they're in that price range. And you'll see the feeding frenzy that happens. And it's there's always new buyers Coming to the market, so if you have this illusion that I'm going to wait so that all the buyers go away, is is not true because there's always somebody in that price range looking to buy that house.
1: It's the largest pool of buyers out there in that price range.
3: Period. I mean, right? and and it's that simple. And so I think that the allu- what, what we're saying is is that if you're in that price range or you have that budget, that it's okay to get comfortable with being uncomfortable in that market because. You know, things move a little faster than we like to, but it's affordable housing. Affordable housing will always have demand on it, even in the in the tough times. I mean, you guys, mm-hmm. you know, did thousands, I would assume, almost thousands of hundreds, if anything, short sales back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so we've seen what happens in those markets. Even in that market, we saw a feeding frenzy in the affordable housing at that time as well. Absolutely. You know? yep. So the demand never seems to go away. So it's important to line yourself up with a good lender. I think get your approvals done be prepared to be uncomfortable, and then you can win at that game. You just got to be consistently persistent on your
4: offers. So
6: Absolutely, and I always tell them, like, don't get frustrated if you lose a couple. It just wasn't the house for you, and the one that works out is going to be the one that you're meant to have. That's awesome. All
4: right, I tell you what, let's do this. On that note, let's uh, take a break. We have more show to come. If you do have a real estate topic type of question, 651-989-9226, or send a text if that's easier, 81807. Right now, 73 degrees in the Twin Cities. We're heading for 80. Right, good morning. Welcome back to the Real Estate Show around every Saturday here in the uh, 10 o'clock hour on CCO. Have a few more minutes for the show to go. If you do have a question related to real estate, call it in or text it in. I want to give you that text number again, 81807. Uh, Andy, where do we go from here? I'm uh, busy playing
3: with our I guess uh, you Facebook are. live here for these guys. Having some fun. Um, you know, I think, Denny, what I'd like to do is, is get in with these guys. We've got, you know, top-of-the-line listing agents here today. I'd like to talk about what are you guys doing to help your clients get ready to sell on today's market? I mean, what are we seeing? What tips and techniques are you seeing really work well?
1: Well, just like always, you have to have your house ready to show. First impressions are huge. Have the outside cleaned up looking right. You know, have the inside cleaned up. Get the carpet shampooed. Get it painted fresh. You know, everything you need. Um, but over and above that, it's super important to have great photography.
6: Yeah, and <laughs> photography is number one, especially since so many people are looking online first. So they're going to look at your house online first. If the photography doesn't look good, the pictures don't look good, they're probably not even going to come check out your house. So
3: you guys subscribe to the same thing I think a lot of us agents that are listening to the show subscribe to of your first showing's online.
6: Absolutely. And and
3: so you have to pretend like your first showings online. So those photos mean everything. Um, there's times where, you know, I'd rather have less than more if the photos are not complementing the property or, or you know, um, agreeing with where we're trying to go on price or, for example, you know what I mean?
6: Yeah. There's a lot of bad photography out there, too, with shadowing and dark spots. And they just don't highlight the house. And you're not doing your sellers any favor taking your pictures with your cell phone and uploading them.
1: The stats from the National Board of Realtors say 96% of buyers look at the property six times online before they reach out to an agent at all.
3: Holy cows. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Well.
6: So we've definitely stepped up our marketing because of those stats, and we started doing the Matterport with the 3D tours, the floor plans, and the um, enhanced stills, the drone photos, and it seems to definitely be working where we're getting more and more traffic to the listings, and Mm -hmm. our listings are getting – um higher on the search engines and Zillow and
3: whatnot. Oh, absolutely. I think that's that you know, Travis you and I have over the years we've been on this show and we've talked about some consistencies and what these guys are saying is right on the money. I think that there's actually um you know, having that prepared and then also what about having the idea of having um financing available or, or talking about like how easy it is to get into that house with the payments. Is that something that you would market to with a house nowadays? Well,
0: yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of buyers kind of forget that one of the most important things you need to do is make sure you're going to be able to qualify for the house that you're going to be wanting. You know, make sure your credit's in line. Um, Make sure you can, uh, you you know, credit's the big thing. You know, a lot of times, you know, there was a text that came in here, um, you know, asking, confirming 580 credit score and, and, you know, VA and FHA is a, uh, um, is, really the only loan program you can do with that type of credit score. But mm-hmm. let's say you're not at 580. Yeah. You know, let's say you're at like, you know, 560, 570. You know, get a mortgage professional, take a look at your credit report because a lot of times there might be just a quick fix. You know, pay down this credit card down to this balance and then we'll pull your credit score. And the next thing you know, boom, you're in position. So yep. it's never too early to check on your pre-qualifications and your pre-approvals.
3: Well, that, and I think that you guys, when we were just talking about the market where we're over 500, where we're struggling sometimes to get these properties sold, those little extras, mm-hmm. for an example. And then think about some of the products that Travis was just talking about. Partnering with a good lender where Travis says, hey, we're over by the hospital. We're in this area where there's a lot of doctors or high presence of, of you know, people in the medical. And he can offer a loan product that also makes your house that much more attractive. That's one more tool in your tool belt that I think you can bring to the consumer that says, you know what, let's go for that house right there. And and that's sometimes what the little things like that can make the big difference.
1: Absolutely. The other thing I think people forget is we're not just out showing houses. We're advising people how to get that job done and before they go to the loan officer, what to expect when they get there so they have the information needed to make the process go smoothly.
3: Mm-hmm, for sure. So what do you guys? uh, Now East Side Town, where obviously it's some, it's a place that Chris Rooney and I don't generally wander too much, (laughs) um, because you guys are 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 obviously doing a great job out there. But what? So what's different out there that you know? So if I'm thinking about moving new to the Twin Cities market, why would I want to live out in Washington County or that area?
1: Well, there's a lot of nice things. Woodbury is where our office is, is a a newer city, so to speak. Um, So there's a lot of new construction to choose from, a lot of great parks. You know, uh, access to the freeways and all that. Mm-hmm. So it, uh,
6: everything you need is in Woodbury. Shopping. Right. Uh, you you know.
3: keep a boat in the marina over in Hudson. It's easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're you're right
1: <laughs> next to the St. right? <laughs> basically, I got so. some <laughs>
3: troublemaker buddies that have boats over there. That uh, I'm like, I got to stay away from you guys. <laughs> uh, it's,
6: a, it's, a, it's a it's a little bit slower, I would say, than the west western suburbs. So you know, there's not as much traffic and whatnot. So it's a it's a nice nice place for families and whatnot. And then you've got Lake Elmo, of course. That's Got what 10 11 new developments going right. on, and so that's really growing.
1: What we found also over the last few years is there's been a number of people moving from the far western suburbs over to Woodbury because they can drive to downtown Minneapolis faster from Woodbury <laughs> than they can there because of the traffic levels.
3: But and to me, now you know, I don't know about you, Travis, I know you're kind of a northeast side kind of guy, you're um, I always thought of Stillwater as being almost like a touristy town. Like I never it thought you'd is. live there. I thought, you know, <laughs> you go there to go to the apple orchard or you go there to the, you know, to the boats or you go have, you know, lunch down at the on the docks or whatever and you, you can actually live over there. And you guys are obviously uh, selling houses. Over. I didn't know this. It's uh...
6: <laughs> Stillwater is a great place too. It's, yeah. a, you know, a lot of, like Max was saying, uh, trail, trails and whatnot. So I would say Stillwater is more of an outdoorsy town. Very much so.
1: Yeah, you, oh, you're sure. right
6: on the water there. There's nice. Well, you can't walk out now because the water levels are so high. But um, nice trails and great scenery. And Stillwater's got a good, uh, good food scene.
1: Oh, for very sure, good.
3: absolutely. And they, and it keeps improving. It sounds like they keep adding uh, some new restaurants all the time and yeah. fun yeah. reasons. And I, one time way back when I went out to uh, for scuba diving, we were up north of there in an area called Square Lake. Mm-hmm. And my gosh, is that just as majestic and gorgeous up there? The marine on the Saint Croix and my goodness, it's just the rolling hills and beautiful trees in the St. Croix River Valley there. It's just amazing. And I, I've always thought what a cool place to live. But I can't live there if I live in the Twin Cities because that's vacation area. <laughs> and again, so so you guys can help me if I'm if I'm have that interest. Well, there you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway. So Travis, again, you know, we're kind of here sitting in studio kind of joking around a little bit today, but you know, getting those approval letters and you guys have um, some awesome new programs that you guys were just trying to make sure that everybody had the word on and some of your physician programs that are out there. And how do we get a hold of you or how do we get more information on some of those programs?
0: Um, yeah, give me a call at uh, 651-755-3086 or visit travismnloans.com.
3: That's awesome. And then so you guys know, uh, Max and Clean. You guys are obviously out there every day in the trenches. You're doing the thing. So how do we get a hold of you guys, and, or how do we visit your office? Or
6: Yes. Uh, well, you could come to the office, but we likely won't be there. So <laughs> Me either. <laughs> you can uh, reach us at 651-248-6091, or you can visit themaxteam.com. That's or awesome. Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. That's kind of fun, too, isn't it?
3: Yeah. You know, we were just talking about that, too, Denny, before the, the uh, break here, talking about how social media has been so, you know, rewarding for us, too, because now we actually get to see our clients after closing sometimes. You know, sometimes you feel like you, you work together every day in and out. It's intense. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, it's over. And Facebook allows you to keep in touch with those clients, see how the kids are growing up, what sports they're in. It's a lot of fun, isn't it?
1: It is. It really helps keep in touch because you don't have that where you put the people in your car anymore and drive around with them for a month and a half to find that house, and you get to know every intimate detail about their life. But now with Facebook, you still are on top of what their kids are doing, everything.
6: What they're having for dinner.
4: You know, I wanted to ask the guys, uh, everybody, anybody, about uh, you talk about photography, how important that is. What about the least bit of landscaping we can do uh, before we start showing our houses?
6: You definitely want to because that's the first thing they're going to see when you pull up is it's curb appeal. So Max might have some better tips there, but it needs to look well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The lawn should be groomed, weeds cut, you know, a little fresh mulch certainly helps. um, Because like I say, if you pull up and it doesn't look right, you already have a bad taste in your mouth before you even open that front door.
3: Well, you guys think that rolls – I think that rolls over to the whole house. I mean, I think if that first impression isn't solid – when they pull up and they say, this has a good vibe to it, people I've had it where people have said, you know what, let's go to the next one. Yep. Yep, and they'll absolutely. skip it. Yep. Especially back in the day, Denny, when we had all those foreclosures or short sales where the properties looked distressed. And, and I'm telling you, a fresh pot of flowers in the front of a house – Or something that's even easy to maintain, you know, in the fall here we start getting, I shouldn't say fall, but it's summer, but (laughs) you get into where you put the mums out there, they're pretty maintenance, low maintenance, and having something of color that's out there that is appealing, that pulls people in, that says you care, somebody loves this house, and I think the the reward for that is going to be huge.
4: I know we're almost out of time, but what about uh, getting back to photography, video, videography? What about videos in uh, real estate?
6: Videos are becoming very popular. I don't think a lot of us are doing them. I would probably shy from it or not, whatnot. But videos are huge, and they definitely help you get to the top of the search engines, which of course is going to bring more people to your property.
4: And you use use drones, don't you? And
3: uh... yep, I hire drones um, by licensed captains. And uh, <laughs> back in the day, I used to be an enthusiast myself. I still have a couple that I have for family unions and whatever, but we have to be a little careful, Denny. We have oh, to be, yes. They were using it for professional use, so we have licensed professionals now providing that service, and All right. it makes a difference. How yeah. do
4: we get in touch with the UN?
3: Well, you know, uh, chrisrooney.com is where you get hold of Chris Rooney. He's obviously today having a fest, so those of you heading down there this afternoon, yeah. we're going to have a great time. I'm at Prasky, that's P-R-A-S-K-Y.com, and uh, yeah.
4: How about Travis? How do we get in touch with you?
0: TravisMNLoans.com. You guys real fast?
6: 651 248 6091 or themaxteam.com.
4: She got it in under the wire. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> Thanks very much. We'll be back again next week with more real estate on 830. This is WCCO. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in
0: a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: clock at four. Donchich.